Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. For Thursday, August the 18th, I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about whether we're about to experience another repeat of the 2010 and 2012 sovereign debt crises having a ripple effect through the global financial markets. There are clues of an impending crisis when you listen to the words of Christine Lagarde, head of the European Central Bank. This next crisis could also precipitate a change in foreign exchange markets. When countries experience a crisis of confidence, the release valve is almost always the value of the currency in international markets. Some currencies are free-floating. Others have their currencies pegged to specific assets, and still others are pegged to other currencies. For example, we have 66 countries pegging their currencies to the U.S. dollar. There are 25 countries pegged to the euro. This is designed to stabilize exchange rates between trading partners. We have some very powerful lessons that maybe could have been learned from the 2008 financial crisis if you were paying attention. But we're doomed to repeat those lessons if we don't actually pay attention to what those lessons have to teach us and look at the root causes of what precipitated the financial crisis back in 2008. Many people think that 2008 was about subprime mortgages, but there had to have been so much more to 2008 than just subprime mortgages. Why were the banks in Ireland failing? It can't be because of some bad loans in Arizona. Europe is a funny collection of countries, each being held together through a common economic, monetary, and political system. But each of these countries are not created equal, at least not economically. It makes sense that if you look throughout history, that bonds issued by one country are not necessarily of the same quality as bonds issued in another country. We often hear about the north-south divide in Europe. Italian credit is not of the same quality as, say, German credit. Yet somehow we see a very large percentage of the collateral being used in the repo market at the European Central Bank being comprised of Italian sovereign debt. In recent months, this has peaked at 45% of all repo transactions. Christine Lagarde recently went on record stating that she has an anti-fragmentation tool at her disposal, and in recent days, she intends to use them. At the same time, the head of Germany's Bundesbank, the German central bank, has publicly stated that he is not on board with the use of anti-fragmentation tools. Today, Italy's bonds are priced almost 2.5 percentage points higher than the equivalent German bonds. In recent days, that spread is narrowed to 208 basis points, but still, that's a very large spread between two countries that are both members of the European Union. It's a reflection of the market's perceived difference in the credit quality of German bonds versus Italian sovereign bonds. Even though I'm so far just talking about Italy, we could be talking about Spain, Portugal, Greece, and numerous other weaker members of the European Union. Let's not forget that the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, and the European Central Bank did not solve the Greek sovereign debt crisis back in 2012. All they did is they loaned Greece more money, effectively kicking the can down the road. They deferred the problem. They didn't solve it. They transformed the problem from an immediate problem to a larger future problem. So why is it that the third largest volume of sovereign debt traded in the repo market in the world consists of Italian bonds? Number one are U.S. treasuries. Number two are Japanese bonds. And number three are Italian bonds. It seems disproportionate. Turns out that Germany's issued very little debt in the form of bonds. On the other hand, there's other countries, like Italy and Japan, that have issued so much debt, there's plenty of paper available to post as collateral in the repo market. And that's why so many lenders and so many borrowers are in fact gravitating towards Italian bonds, because there's just so much of that paper around. Now, when problems occur in the global financial system, they manifest themselves first as a crisis of confidence in the quality of the collateral, 
not really as a crisis in liquidity. A crisis of confidence in collateral quality is almost always the first step. All of this brings us to the question of what will be the next currency to experience a sovereign debt crisis, and how will it be handled? Will the central banks succeed in kicking the can down the road as they've done before? It turns out the ECB has made the decision to buy Italian government debt and sell German government bonds in its place. When repo collateral becomes toxic, then the financial system globally risks collapse. After all, these are really collateralized short-term loans between banks. If the collateral is no good, then the loan evaporates. So if you go back to the headwaters of the great financial crisis of 2007, this is exactly what we saw. We saw banks in Europe rejecting mortgage-backed securities, asset-backed securities. When they started refusing Greek sovereign debt, we could see that the carnage had spread from not just a crisis in confidence in those mortgage-backed securities, but to almost all forms of debt, depending on the credit quality. We're starting to see some of those same concerns about credit risk being raised. What will happen to the weaker European economies when energy prices skyrocket later this year? They can't print natural gas, they can't print oil, but they can sure print euros, and they can issue more euro-denominated debt. This year, 2022, is starting to look like a repeat of the sovereign debt crises of 2012 on a larger and more potent scale. I believe it's super important to pay attention to what's happening in global financial markets and in the monetary system, so you can see what's happening before it hits the headlines in the news. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.